everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Tuesday, September 15th, 2020. Here's the latest from Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms, where the new name for CBS All Access is Paramount+. Plus. Is that serious? The fall U.S. box office gets one more nail in its coffin. YouTube announces their TikTok ripoff. And of course, Apple is taking the stage with uh, some sort of announcements today. So quite a morning, all brought to you by the freshest Colombian coffee you can get, Devotion Coffee. And over in the trailer house, Sony Pictures Classics dropped the trailer for their Anthony Hopkins, Olivia Coleman family drama called The Father. That one's currently slated for New York and L.A. on December 18th, but uh, obviously we'll just call that tentative. You can check out that YouTube link in the episode notes, of course. And now over to Hollywood. Where the name for the Viacom CBS streaming service will be Paramount Plus. Wait, what's Paramount regular? So CBS All Access will now be Paramount Plus come 2021. And yet one more streaming service where I have to hit the shift key and transition to my symbols keyboard to type it. As for the logo, it's literally the old Paramount logo with the script font and the Paramount mountain on top with a plus sign next to it. The tagline is live sports, breaking news, and a mountain of entertainment. Because there's nothing you associate more with a Paramount brand like news and sports, but they did announce a small slate of Paramount Plus originals. A scripted show called The Offer, which dives into the making of The Godfather. A spy show from Yellowstone creator Tyler Sheridan. Reboots of Behind the Music and BET sitcom The Game. And a docu-reality show based on Criminal Minds. No word on a price or a launch date. However, the way Viacom CBS continues to sell off all of their properties to other streaming services, I'm not sure a mountain's going to be able to describe their programming. They literally just sold Comedy Central's greatest hits to HBO Max yesterday. Shows like Inside Amy Schumer, Key and Peele, Reno 911, and Chappelle's show will all launch on HBO Max in the fourth quarter, joining fellow current Viacom series South Park and Nora from Queens. And Peacock already has many of Showtime series, so I'm not exactly sure how much of Viacom CBS is going to be left for Paramount Plus by the time it launches, but uh, above my pay grade, or at least I'm not being paid to solve that. And just going to put these here, HBO renewed John Oliver for three more seasons, and Hulu picked up 100 hours of Vice TV programming that already aired on that cable TV network, according to Deadline. Well, let's pick up where we left off yesterday at the box office. As STX announced, they are indeed going to move their Gerard Butler Escapes an Asteroid Attack movie, Greenland, from September 25th to TBD in November or December. Maybe. So the 60 to 70 percent of U.S. movie theaters that have reopened will literally have no new movies to show until at least October 9th. And that's only if Open Road decides to keep their Liam Neeson action flick Honest Thief on that date. And a couple of new animated series orders yesterday. The first is a six-episode series from the producers of Robot Chicken over at AMC. That one's called Mega City Smiths, where animated baby dolls are repurposed as grown-up characters. And the second project is over at Netflix. They ordered a 10-episode animated version of the series Good Times from Norman Lear, Seth MacFarlane, and Steph Curry. Huh. It seems the co-founder of Steph's Sony-based TV production company initially brought the idea to Lear, who is also on the Sony lot, and uh, here we are. The show is still going to follow the Evans family, but will be set in current times, according to Variety. And Carl Jones from The Last OG and The Boondocks will write and be the showrunner here. And 50 Cent is continuing his quest to be president of programming at Stars, although he really kind of already is. 50 put another two series into development at Stars, according to Deadline. One is a female sports agent drama based on real-life sports agent Nicole Lynn. And the second project is an anthology series based on criminal elements behind true stories from hip-hop. 
The idea is to follow a different story each season, and the first season will dive into the tension between 50 Cent and the game, which apparently involved a murder-for-hire plot that I'm guessing uh, 50 Cent knows a few details about. In some casting news... Jonathan Majors, currently in Lovecraft Country at HBO, has been cast in the next Ant-Man movie. For those in the know, he's most likely playing a supervillain named Kang the Conqueror, although there was no official word from Marvel, according to Deadline. Sandra Oh and Michelle Yeoh are joining Henry Golding as voice talent in the animated adaptation of the best-selling kids' book The Tiger's Apprentice over at Paramount. That's according to The Hollywood Reporter. And in the executive suite, the head of communications at Warner Media, Kevin Brockman, is departing the company. He spent just short of two years at the company when he came over from Disney to work with Bob Greenblatt as he launched HBO Max. But with Bob now gone, Kevin figured it best to depart as well, according to Deadline. And Sirius XM CEO Jim Meyer announced that he's going to retire at the end of the year. That's after about eight years in the role. TBD if he finishes that new Howard Stern deal before he goes, or if that's going to fall to Jennifer Witz, their president of sales and marketing, who's going to become the new CEO in January, according to the company announcement. And let's finish up here with CAA, who decided to indicate that they reached a deal with the WGA yesterday, just as UTA and ICM have already done. But the WGA basically said, uh, nah, brah. No, not pulling that off. Uh, well, either way, the WGA pointed out that, uh, yeah, there are still a few key deal points that you haven't agreed to. So, uh, well, that was a complete waste of time yesterday. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With YouTube launching its version of TikTok, the Paley Center and Verizon teaming up, and a big day for new product launches. Plus, today's pop quiz. How many seasons of Good Times were there? And when did the show go off the air? 1977, 1979, or 1980? The answer after a coffee break with Devotion Coffee. Which on a busy news day like this, you want the freshest coffee you can get. And there's no better place to get it than the mountains of Colombia. Devotion FedExes coffee beans every week from their Colombian headquarters right to their roastery in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So if you had Devotion coffee in your house right now, you could be drinking coffee that was in Colombia as little as two weeks ago, as opposed to uh, who knows when the coffee in your cup left its country of origin, which can be as long as six to nine months ago. And as we all know, the best things in life are fresh. So go to Devotion.com, that's D-E-V-O-C-I-O-N.com, and order yourself a few bags. They ship to all 50 states and they give you free shipping when you order just 50 bucks or more. Plus, enter the code WAKEUP and get 20% off your first order. That's Devotion.com and that link and promo code are right in the episode notes. Get yours today. And now the answer to today's pop quiz... Good Times ran for six seasons total, from 1974 to technically 1980, as the finale aired on January 30th of that year, but it was the 1979 season, so uh, we'll just go with that. I mean, let's face it, there's no real prize here anyway. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. First, Instagram added Reels, and now YouTube is adding Shorts, which is a new function where you can shoot, uh, wait for it, 15-second videos via your phone to post to YouTube, and you can also sync them up with licensed music and the ability to combine multiple clips, and let me know if any of this is sounding familiar. They're going to launch it in India this month. Hey, isn't that where TikTok is banned? And YouTube plans to roll it out further across the globe as the year goes on. It looks like Spotify has plans to launch a karaoke function, according to Music Business Worldwide. 
A crafty engineer with no affiliation to Spotify has found some code in Spotify that tipped off the development of a karaoke product. And Spotify was also granted a patent last week that would allow you to lower the vocals on a song so you could put your own spin on single ladies to your heart's content. Spotify karaoke is probably still a ways off from launch, but uh, smart idea. The Paley Center has set a deal with Verizon Media to stream their panels and events on Verizon properties like Yahoo and AOL, according to Deadline. It'll be a mix of live streams and on-demand programming, and Verizon will also become the official sponsor of Paley Center programs. And just going to put this here, ESPN set a deal with DraftKings. So prepare to see that many more mentions of gambling during football games this fall. And just in case you missed it, although I'm pretty sure you didn't, uh, NBC is going mostly pre-taped with the Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. So no parade route or crowds. It sounds like most of the balloons are going to be shot ahead of time while attached to vehicles instead of people. Although I guess that should make New York City a little more fun in November to see random Garfield balloons flying around. So just like everything else in 2020, it's going to be a little different. In today's programming notes, uh, well, it's mostly new product launches. We, of course, already had Paramount Plus, but uh, elsewhere. Disney Plus launches in eight more European countries today. That includes Belgium, Portugal, and uh, all the cold countries like Norway and Finland. The price will be roughly $7.50 a month in most of those territories, and should give a nice little extra boost to those Disney Plus subscriber numbers on the third quarter earnings call next month. Apple, of course, has their September announcement day, although speculation is that it's mostly around the Apple Watch and iPad Pro, and not new iPhone announcements due to COVID production delays in China, but an announcement around combining services like Apple Music and Apple TV into one combined offering, rumored to be called Apple One, is not out of the question, but we'll find out starting at 10 a.m. West Coast time. Oh, and uh, Tosh.0 kicks off what is now their final season on Comedy Central. But uh, let's finish out today with Usher, who announced he's going to take up a residency in Vegas. Uh, Well, starting next summer. Let's not get crazy. But he is dropping some new music now. This one's called Bad Habits, which is certainly good preparation for a stay in Vegas. And today is also Five Stars Day on Apple Podcasts. Well, at least for me. So for all you Apple listeners out there, please click on the five stars. Just scroll down a wee bit there on the Wake Up page. And also, leave a review while you're there. You can also get a preview of the day's headlines each morning in the Instagram stories. Just follow the Wake Up Pod, two P's in there. That's the Wake Up Pod on the Instagram. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. I love love, I'm just bad at it. I just can't escape all of these bad habits. I had way too many one night, yeah. I keep messing up my love life.